You can say, you know, I'm back, bitches, or whatever. I'm whatever. back. <laughs> All right. Bestie's back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome back to Next Green Podcast. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Alyssa. <laughs> and we got our producer, as always. I'm Martin. And we got a special guest. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd say cinephiles. But on oh, today's... Oh, not the <laughs> cinephiles. <laughs> Have you not been hearing our last episodes? Oh, I've been hearing... It'll- It'll, it'll come. <laughs> just don't know when. Well, it's just kind of a cinephile episode today as we're talking about uh, the Oscars, picks and predictions, baby. What a great episode for you to be back on. Version 1.0. Yeah. <laughs> Version 2.0, uh, technically, because last year we did record one, but it never came out because of someone's mic being off. Um, and just technical difficulties. Uh I wasn't trying to throw shade at you. You didn't have to sell yourself out like that. But <laughs> we talked about it last year. No, we did. Our our big fan base will definitely remember that. Chris uh, <laughs> is watching, laughing. She's like, I remember. Who? Uh, <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm kidding. But uh, we will be going over each of our personal picks and predictions for each category in the order that they were uh, awarded last year. So, without further ado, let's get into the first category. Actress in a supporting role. And the nominees are... Angela Bassett. She did the thing. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Hong Chao, The Whale. Sorry, I'm eating a mint at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie Condon. Condon? Condone? Condon. Whatever. The Banshees of Inish... How do you say that word? Inishirin. Inishirin. I don't think you need to read the movies. Well, I want to. Okay. That's how they do it. Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Stephanie Sue, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Don't even get me started about this category. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis won yesterday. I No. But she yeah. called herself out as an Epo baby, so it's okay. She did it twice. She did. It was annoying. Um... All, okay, <laughs> this is what I'm gonna have. I have, have to say about this. She really is not getting over the nepo baby thing. <laughs> that like really hurt her feelings. Yeah. And again, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, and I think she's a fantastic actress. However, her character in this movie is not anywhere as integral to the plot as Stephanie Sue's character. Therefore. Why is why are they both nominated? Because they didn't want to nominate Dolly De Leon. <sighs> but anyway, we kind of talked about that before. Yeah, uh, let's it's get, just yeah. really frustrating. Let's get into who you want to win, which I'm sure is Jamie Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want either Hong Chao mm-hmm. to win or Stephanie Sue to win. All right. I also have Stephanie Sue as my want. Same. My my wants are Stephanie Sue and Angela Bassett. Okay. I think she did the thing. That yeah. Angela Bassett will win. Oh, no, Stephanie just Sue full on skipping. What? It's a supporting role. I know, but yeah, Alex is we breaking were, trends. We, we were all saying our wants, set. and then oh. you're like, "Who will?" Win? <laughs> I thought somebody said a want or will. Well, but if our want is the same as who we think will win, you could we'll also say that. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> Jeremy policing us for no reason. <laughs> he always does that. <laughs> anyway, so who is your want? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Stephanie Sue. Okay, so we all agree on the want, basically, yeah. but with with some other wants. Uh, 
And then Wills, we already started off with, who'd you say? Angela Bassett? Yes. That's I, interesting. I think she she did the thing, so she's going to get it. <laughs> she she was like the front runner early on, but I think that's quickly shifted to a Jamie Lee, who I have as my will. I think that's who I think will win, too. I yeah. have her as my will as well. Jamie Lee hasn't won an Oscar yet, as far as I'm aware. She hasn't even nominated. So this she's pretty much a shoe. And it's like one of it's like yeah. the Leo DiCaprio Revenant award yeah. once again. It's just it's shitty it happens, but like it's gonna happen. It would yeah. just be like I a mean, lifetime he, achievement award at that point. Yeah. It was different for Leo, yes, because for, he was nominated before and he like deserved it many times. times. But Revenant, not for Revenant. But not for Revenant. No. I've been Revenant. I mean it's well, not like okay. he was just he was, oh, he, you put hot dogs on your fingers? Hardy okay. did a like, better job in that film and didn't get as much recognition. You couldn't also understand We're him. not talking about Tom Hardy. We're talking about Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Tom Hardy is in The being Revenant? Being nominated for He's an Oscar for hot dog Antagonist. fingers. That's, that is the situation. My, okay. And Should winning the SAG Award. That's yeah. crazy to me. I just the don't. other actors said that's the role that we are going to reward that's crazy yeah. it's just her like the character that she's winning for is not like i just don't get it like it's not like she did a bad job in the movie at all but it's also not a character that is like changing the entire it's not a supporting role but i guess like it's if, supporting to the supporting role right so but that's not what this is. What this is. So, in defense of the role, I think Jamie Lee's Curtis's character should. I think Stephanie Sue should does should get the win because Stephanie Sue mm-hmm. is definitely a more pivotal character and does like a wider range. But Jamie Lee Curtis's character is essentially like the personification of one of the themes of the movies that that people have multiple are multifaceted, and to understand like why they approach different situations and conflicts in different ways. And that her conversation with, uh, I'm trying to remember the actual character's name. I'm like blinking completely. IRS lady. IRS lady. <laughs> the the conversation that takes place outside of the Daedra, outside of the washing machine, essentially does sort of convey that. It's like, hey, like mm-hmm. hey, you know, like I was being super rude to you, but that's just how I do it in order so people like get their shit together because I've yeah. also been in that situation. And so like she's able to present a character who is multifaceted. And does convey like one of the themes of the film, not completely by herself because all the characters sort of go into that theme, mm-hmm. especially with Ki Hui Kwan's character. But she does saying she didn't do anything is not a hundred percent sincere in that regard. I think she definitely doesn't deserve the win, but I can see like how the character was impactful in the movie overall. But yeah. I also feel like if if this wasn't a well-known actress. 100%. They would absolutely not be nominated. If this yeah. was a random actress that they just casted based on a casting call, she would absolutely not be nominated. Yeah. I can agree with that. True. It's definitely it's definitely like a, a combination of it is Jamie Lee Curtis and that the role wasn't like completely it wasn't just like a one off character. It wasn't a character that did have their own arc throughout the film. Maybe maybe you changed my mind. Maybe she should she should uh uh be rewarded because um uh her you said that her character is to demonstrate that people are multifaceted yeah because like um, every people, character and, and is people though. aren't multifaceted so the fact that you know like she, <laughs> she that she pulled it off 
But I also feel like her and Stephanie Sue being nominated is just kind of a slap in the face to Stephanie Sue and what she did for this movie in this role because her character and what she brings to it is way more impactful than Jamie Lee Curtis's character. I agree. So to have them nominated in the same category and to have Jamie Lee Curtis getting more buzz than Stephanie Sue is crazy. It's definitely like a consolation prize for Stephanie Sue, which does feel awful because once again, Stephanie Sue and Michelle Yeoh are essentially the hearts of the movie. So... Well, and also... And Kiwi Kwan is the There's so many hearts. No, (laughs) everything, everywhere, all at once is the best picture. Spoiler. But... (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys want to move on to other places? We'll we'll wrap it up and we'll move on to sound. Uh, Stephanie should get it. Hopefully this means that her career will take off heading forward and Mm -hmm. get more roles that she rightfully deserves. For sure. But yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is going to get the win. Which is unfortunate. Not unfortunate, but sort of just guaranteed at this point. All right. Alex, you want to touch on the uh, sound? The uh, the two the two sound categories? <laughs> the two that I don't know I if want. I'm the one oh, to do it because sound? I just learned today that for the past couple of years they combined sound mixing and sound editing into yeah. sound. Yeah, I was just going to ask hmm. about that cuz I was Where like aren't there okay, normally sound. mixing and editing? Not for the past 3 years, I think. Wow. So the sound Not the same thing. All right, sound, we have uh, Avatar, The Way of Water, Avatar, The Way of Water, (laughs) Avatar, The Way of Water, and Elvis. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was good. Uh, (laughs) We're moving on to editing next. (laughs) All right, so the actual nominees are all quiet on the Western front. Avatar, The Way of Water, <laughs> The Batman, Elvis, Top Gun Maverick, and, and Everything Avatar. Everywhere All oh. at Once. I thought you were going to say Avatar, The Way of Water at the end. Um, <laughs> Everything Everywhere isn't nominated. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's Martin's joke of oh. that's his favorite movie, so he gets to say it. For, oh, sure. It's a continuation of a joke. <laughs> I get so, it now. <laughs> um, Wills and Wants. Yeah, it's going to be Avatar and should be Avatar. My want and will are the same. I think it's actually going to be Top Gun. I think that it's going to be Top Gun too. I don't have a want because I haven't really seen I haven't seen Avatar or All Quiet and I don't know. The Batman and Elvis are fine. My will is Top Gun because I think this might be the only chance it has at winning a uh, award really. And my want is Elvis because music. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I just I just really like that movie and I wanted to win at least one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've gotten I've talked that nauseam about Top Gun. I'm just like a pretty <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no. Top, Top Gun there's a lot of things, right? And definitely one of them is the sound of yeah. the planes and the impact that each of those like maneuvers have oh, yeah. on the viewing experience. So like I think it definitely should win. Yeah. Is score not an option on it is. It, we'll get there. A, we'll yep. get there. Oh, I see it. Okay. Martin. For some reason, I wasn't on, I wasn't sure if like, <laughs> sound now incorporated everything or is it just... No. Okay. All right. But uh, moving on to a different category, we got cinematography. Take it away, Jeremy. The nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, the fuck? <laughs> Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. 
Uh, my wills and wants, uh, will or yeah, will all quiet on the Western Front. I think for as many nominations as this movie has, this seems like one that should be in its bag, especially with the nominees not being the strongest this year. That being said, my want is Tar because that movie does have some. It's just shot so professionally, if that makes sense. Like it's just so kind of sleek and clean and it, it knows what it wants and how to convey that. And I just think it looks really good uh, overall, especially with its um, minimal color palette, like for it to still be something that doesn't, that isn't boring to the eye is a feat in itself. I also agree that All Quiet is probably going to win the nomination. The film, and I was, uh, I was torn on this film on a later category for similar reasons but i just think the film is overall like visually grim and dark and does really well with the cinematography and the set design and the props and costumes and the production design overall so i think it really does present itself in the grittiness of war that the book not necessarily to the extent that the book went into because the book played with a little bit more elaborate elements of the first world war and this one pretty much went right into the gun warfare but I think the cinematography does a fantastic job sort of showing this like claustrophobic feeling, this like crazy mayhem similar to like Saving Private Ryan, but the entire film almost feels like that. Like every single action that they have to take is life or death in the film. And it, the cinematography does a really good job at conveying that. Period. <laughs> Wait, did you say that it, that's your want and your will? It is, but... My will now is a little bit towards Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truth, just because that title kicks ass. That's the will, <laughs> not the want? Want. Oh, okay. Alex? Um, same. I, th- I mean, Tar is uh, understated, refined, subtle, but I think effective at what it's doing. I think it's difficult to pull that off, and it's... Um, I haven't seen everything, uh, or I haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front, but mm. I'm sure that it was difficult to obtain the balance between, I mean, physically doing it, and then the balance between it looking good, but then it looking horrific and not like glorifying like the imagery. Um, so it probably will be that, but I want Tar. All right, Lisa. Um, I didn't, I didn't put a want for this category because I, I don't know, but I think All Quiet is going to win because nice. the Oscars love the period war piece. Yeah. All right. Next category. We got documentary short film. Let's go. All right. Who's doing this one? To preface it real quick. Martin. Preface. To preface, preface these how categories how many of us have actually watched more than three three or more of these films i haven't seen any of these you could say that for almost any category but specifically the documentaries and the short films i feel like we can't offer a lot of input on which is just going to be like the unfortunate part we should you make know what's you know what's crazy to... we could have had this discussion before but... i know yeah <laughs> but i just want the audience to know that we're going in blind they know we're going in very blind for doc <laughs> documentary short film you think any of us like <laughs> She she didn't choose a want for cinematography. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> I didn't choose a want for this, and I had just blindly picked in a, a th- what I think will win. Yeah, based uh, on the title. 
I did for this one as well. Same. And it's the Elephant Whispers. Okay, well, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't competing even against. Bessie, you didn't even say the nominees. <laughs> you did not say the nominees. <laughs> he's he's Com- getting into it. Competing against Hall Out, How Do You Measure a Year, The Martha Mitchell Effect, and Stranger at the Gate. Alyssa. Did you say all the nominees? Yes, yes. he did. Um, I put Stranger at the Gate. That's what I put as well. I put How Do You Measure a Year? Cool. <laughs> moving, on to, <laughs> moving on to another quick one, which we can have Alex read, is uh, visual effects. Oh. <laughs> I mean, do I, do I even need to? Go ahead. You want to. And the nominees are... Let's do it together, Alyssa. No. <laughs> Avatar. Is that, that's that the first one. The Wait, way. I'm stupid. Give me that pen. What did you choose? <laughs> oh my god but what did you choose anytime it's not the one you think it's because every time i saw avatar i was just like uh, avatar. <laughs> so i was just like um this one is like the lockiest of locks oh yeah. everyone yeah. say it together who will win avatar, avatar way of the water front. that's a weird title to <laughs> avatar it's avatar yeah. yeah i mean you know like for as much as i'm okay with avatar as a movie it's still my want because like it yeah, it deserves it. Let's yeah, it, it pushed technical, technological boundaries. So. I mean, it made new technology. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, well, move. you didn't even say the nominees. We don't need to, if we're being honest. <laughs> like it's, I'm sorry, but it's literally not even but close. But if we're going to talk about it, we have to talk about okay, what it's up All against. Quiet on the Western Front, Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Top Gun, Maverick. I think, I think between everything, it would be Avatar and Top Gun. I think Black Panther throws his hat in the ring because I think <laughs> no. they, u- they the used the, the, like a prototype of the technology that ultimately was used in Avatar for their water effects as well. And so yet, like, yeah, Avatar but was in production Gun, before. Yeah, but Top yeah, Gun, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, but Top because they did a lot of motion capture. Top Gun flew planes. Yeah, but that's but <laughs> that that's, is true. But no, but here's that's the thing. Top Gun, whole shtick, their whole thing is, hey, look, we flew real planes. So it's a battle between practicality and visual effects. The category is best visual effects. Man, if there so, was a stunts category, like there should be. Oh, Tom Cruise. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be Tom Top Cruise. Gun. That'd Five times cool. in a row. Yeah. There's so many we won't talk about that. Has an actor ever been nominated for the same role or same category in two separate films? What? Mm. Like someone been a supporting actor for like Bambi and then supporting <laughs> actor for like Lion King. Like just as an example. Yeah, like, uh Scarlett Johansson. No, that wasn't the same category though. That oh, same category. No, yeah, that that's happened as well. Okay. I'm sure. Um So like best supporting actor twice. I think it wasn't uh Mahershali. No. For, that in, was that was two different light? years. Okay, um, it was back to back years. Gotcha. That happened. I forgot who that happened with, but I'm I'm sure it happened like one time. Why don't we have a um, visual effects category, not a practical effects category? Because technically, practical is also visual. Yeah, I guess so. And I guess cinematography. They, they might incorporate that into like cinematography, almost in a sense as well. Practical, it's practical. effects? No. Just like it's, it's in, like it's, it's, in like ca- it's in camera effect. It's just like a puppet. It's in camera. <laughs> Everything's in camera. <laughs> anyway, speaking not of true. speaking of things being in camera, let's go into not in camera uh, animated feature. Okay, I want to do this one. Yes. The nominees are Guillermo del Toro. I love how it's Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. You know why? Why? Because there was like three Pinocchio movies last year, and oh. two of them were bad. Father. Oh. Really? Yeah. oh. <laughs> um, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, 
the sea beast turning red. My wills and wants. <laughs> I think that Pinocchio is going to win. And I want Marcel the Shell to win, obviously. My opinions are the exact same as Alyssa's here. Marcel the Shell, I want to win so bad. But it's going to be Guillermo del Toro because stop motion and Guillermo del Toro's name is attached to it. So, Literally. Yep. <laughs> Alex? Uh, same. <laughs> well, I'm the odd man out here because I want Puss in Boots' last wish to win. Yeah, well, you're wrong. I watched it again. I'm like, it was good, but like Marcel the Shell it's just hits different. So good. It's Marcel just, the Shell is better. Hold on. You said that for Marcel the Shell because there's a freaking C stand in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that was the huge story. It was like, oh my god, C stand. How many times have you seen Marcel the Shell? How many, si- how many times have you seen thing. a C stand? <laughs> Once a day. <laughs> At least. Um no, Puss in Boots for me, it just it, it deals with so many different themes that I I think are greatly touched upon in what is seen to be a children's movie, but it's also innovative in its uh, animation as well as its storytelling for this type of movie, if that makes sense. Well, so, Marcel the Shell is cute. So I, that's fair. I wouldn't. Be, I, I I will say this. I'm not like it, literally. If it's Pinocchio, Marcel, or Puss in Boots that win, I will be so happy. Just as long as it's not CBS and turning red. Yeah. So. No, I agree. <laughs> I think if I if uh, Puss in Boots would be my second one mm. to win. Yeah, and Marcel's my second one, guys. Okay, like it's not. It's not like well, Pinocchio. Blasphemous. Yeah, just calm down. <laughs> I will give Puss in Boots some credit. I saw recently that like mm. the animators put a lot of effort in like little Easter eggs. So this is a slight spoiler, not like a giant one. But when Goldilocks was reading the book inside yeah. of her house, it said like the first letter of each word says like you had it all yeah. along. Like that, I mean, and I'm like, like that's super cute for you to have such also, a major arc for side characters like this too. Yeah. And like, how long is the movie? An hour forty at most. I think it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, like an hour yeah. forty. Like really? For all these arcs for so many different characters, I think it handles it very well. That's why it's my want. But also, the, the title cards should have had this type of character writing as Puss in Boots. That uh, I thought you were going to say it should have been nominated. I was like, <laughs> it came out two weeks ago. Well, it came out three days ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The title cards for Puss in Boots, whenever like they're counting back his deaths, if you like pause it, you see the wolf in the corners of each of them. <gasps> That's cool. And then he's also like in the crowd yeah. when he's doing like the crazy stunt with it. I'm just like, okay, they like... It, it had very they lot of like, doing. nice Easter eggs. Yeah, but Puss, Marcel's just better. Puss in Boots was very well animated, <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. And it was a like a breath of fresh air. Yes. And it made me excited. Thank you, we're going back to Far, Far Away. That's what maybe. I was going to say. Fuck like yeah. It made me excited to go back to the Shrek yeah. franchise, which like at this point, who would have seen that coming? I want to see some Shrek in like, super smooth, crazy animation action. Yeah. But anyway, cool. <laughs> moving on to animated short films. Can I read this? Yeah. Yes. So the nominees are The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, The Flying Sailor, You just want to say a bad word, Martin. My Year of Dicks. No, I actually want to say, I want to say this one. An ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it. And that is my choice for winning best short film. I will say, yes, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I will say uh, Riz Ahmed read it better. Who? (laughs) Where can you like watch all of? You can go I to think some AMC. Of them are on yeah, oh, that's it'll be it'll be in theaters as blocks. Oh, but from like March third to the actual like day. That I think some of them are also like 
I know some shorts are released on like Netflix. Like there was the one yeah. about the school shooting that one year. Yeah. But like, it, what about like the documentaries and stuff? The same thing? Some of them, yes. Yeah, some of them, yeah. no. Some of them are like the same thing, like the BritBox, where like you probably have to get some super obscure service. Yeah. yeah. But like other ones will probably have some sort of like re-release or yeah. special mm-hmm. event. Okay. Like a lot, a lot of theaters, especially around this time, they try to push as much of this into the theater as possible. But sometimes you run into like the whole Netflix thing with the uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Like that's the only Best Picture nominee that won't even be shown in theaters. But all other nine are being that's released again. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like the one year it was like three Netflix movies were nominated for Best Picture, and so the Best Picture thing at theaters was like six movies because that year they even nominate the full ten. So it was just kind of weird. You're like, yeah, all this prestigious stuff for half of the movies to be seen um but yeah so that's basically how those go and yeah i'm honestly in austria told me the world is fake and i think i believe it is it's a great title it's a fantastic this, title. like this, it makes I me actually like this like, category overall yeah i was gonna say this category has a lot of cool titles that yeah. make me want to go watch them all. yeah yeah my ear dicks the yeah. boy the mole the fox in the house it's that's, like lion the witch in the wardrobe yeah. but like uh but my ear dicks is my will and want by the way i just want to put it out there <laughs> Um, I put the flying sailor as Will, and I didn't have a lot. Sorry, <laughs> the ostrich one, I guess. All right, is that all we want to say on this category? Did you know that? What else can we say? <laughs> Watch animation. It is these a good category. Should be cut from the broadcast. Oh my god! What? We're, get, can you believe that I'm out? I'm <laughs> <laughs> Just like gratuitous censor bars. Yeah. All right. No. Well, I'm gonna move on to the next category. All right. And w- another category that is basically a lock at this point. Um, if it's not, I'm going to be so mad. And that is actor in a supporting role. And the nominees are Brandon Gleason from The Banshees of Inisherin, Brian Tyree Henry from Causeway, Judd Hirsch from The Fablemans, Barry Keegan from The Banshees of Inisherin, and the will and want of what should be everyone in this room, Kihuei Kwan, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. So Brandon Gleason's the will, and Barry Keegan's what? the oh, it's it's Keith Aikwan. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, what are you guys are talking about? Judd, Her- this is Judd. <laughs> no, Keith Aikwan. I won't say, and it's just like the heart of the best film that came out this year. So like, ten out of ten. He's also been winning everything. I think he's won like thirty. Everything out of 30. except for BAFTA, which like fuck scared. BAFTA. It scared me so much because like Barry Keegan's my second in this category. And he won it for BAFTA. But also, the four that won at BAFTA was so weird. Because it was Austin Butler. It was Barry Keegan. It was... uh, I think it was... Was it Kate Blanchett? Might have been Kate Blanchett. And it was um, Carrie Condon. Like... The four that one was just. I mean, Austin Butler's been doing a pretty good job. Yeah. I mean, Austin Butler and Cable and Chat, yeah, great. But it was just weird that they. Like, it it was all those people. And I was just like, that's. But it wasn't like a Kihei Kwan. You know, that he was winning like everything. Like, that's kind of the point I was making. The BAFTA's full of contrarians. They make up 80 to 90% of the Oscar voters, too, which was the interesting part. But then SAG, like, you know. Gave it to the right people. So it's like the other twenty percent. Well, I mean, they go throughout both. It's not all just separated by that. But Kihei Kwan, Kihei Kwan. Uh, 
his acceptance speech is actually going to make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. You, oh, go ahead. Yeah, when he was crying yesterday at SAG. He like, cries every time and it makes me cry. And I don't. I I was about to cry at SAG. And I'm like, this ain't even the big <laughs> one yet. Like, yeah. Um, and he always has some sort of everything everywhere yeah. thing on his suit. And it's so it's cute. Bro, and he's so bro, supportive bro, of everyone chill. else. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Chill out, bro. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I was like, Alex. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what were you going to say, Martin, before we move on to international film? I saw the, I partially, I didn't watch the speech, but I partially read it. Mm-hmm. The whole, like, this is a first for, Asian, yes. like, an Asian American or an Asian nominated uh, person to win this award mm-hmm. ever. So, like, it is, it is impactful. Like, it's awesome that, like, he's, he deserves it. And I'll, yeah. and he's also just setting, like, milestones for, yeah. like. Him and Michelle Yeoh yeah. were the first Asian people to win in both their categories. That's awesome. Yeah, I think he said it too that he learned it that day. Mm-hmm. That he like he didn't know this like going into it. So yeah. like that just made it all the more emotional. I was just like, good for you. But getting into international film, who wants to read that off? Alex. Alex. I have to find it. <laughs> it's right it's in, in the, the middle. middle. I'm, I'm so used to um, not seeing one of the best picture uh, nominees in this category, mm-hmm. but the past two, three years, there's they've had they've had a best mm-hmm. international film also, also be nominated yeah. for best picture. What was the one last year? I know Parasite was two years Drive ago. Drive my car or three. Years Drive ago? my car was last. Year. Uh, you're right. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 It's crazy. Drive my car got a criterion like right off the bat and everything everywhere all at once. I still want to watch that. Same, but it's like three and a half hours long. I think so. Is it's it? Like, it's a long. Oh, film. holy shit! Yeah. I think it's three. Anyway, yeah, yeah. RRR. So uh, yes, Um. (laughs) Uh, yeah. This category, yeah, I can't find it because I'm looking for RRR. (laughs) No, that RRR is not (laughs) listed here. Sorry. And so this category is nothing. Um, Yeah, international film has All Quiet on the Western Front, Argentina, 1985, Close, EO, and The Quiet Girl. Yep. so Let's just all get it out of the way. It's all quiet. Like, all yeah. quiet. I've not seen the others. EO drew my attention with the poster and like mm-hmm. the concept of it. So I definitely it's on my list of things to watch before the Oscars. Same. Same with that and close. Like those two sound like they could <gasps> Wait, be very interesting. Which one's close? The two uh queer boys. Yes, 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 yes. We should see Is that the in theaters? Film, yes. Um if before watching EO, the film that it's based on. EO's based on a different film? EO, Captain EO. EO is based on the donkey that is in a film from the 50s or 60s. Oh, It's called Trek. I thought you were going to say EO is based on the donkey that was in the... No, that was in the film Banshees of Inisherin. And that would have been insane. <laughs> like, you just had the donkey twice. Donkey. Um, yeah. Is Banshee... I guess European films don't count as... Foreign, all quiet on the Western Front. And but the then, then why? I guess like non is just non English films because Banshees is set in Ireland and it's directed by an Irish director. They probably with did an Irish cast. I think the Quiet Girl is Irish and they the country nominated that one. Okay, for international feature film. Yeah, because each country can only nominate one, which is why RRR is not here because once again India decided to nominate a different film that they thought had a better chance. RRR could have been what? here. I don't know. Because exactly. no one saw it. Oh. Or like if they I thought did, you meant that it was nominated. No. That's, 
I that see. tells you how dumb of a move that was. <laughs> not nominate RRR. Because, like, when RRR was getting its first of many, like, big blips in American culture last year, uh, that's when the countries were deciding what movie to push. Mm-hmm. So I guess they saw it and they're like, oh, that won't, that won't stick around. But anyway, uh, All <laughs> Quiet, nominated for Best Picture, it's going to win this. Yeah. Also, of the I've seen uh, Argentina 1985. That's just a courtroom drama. That's just oh, just like it's <laughs> like it's literally and it's just a fine movie. Like when you see this movie, you're gonna be even more mad, Alex, that RRR wasn't nominated. <laughs> That's the point I'm making. But anyway, let's get into another category that will be really quick on uh, live action short film. Go ahead. An Irish goodbye. Ivalu, La Pupille, uh, Night Ride, and The Red Suitcase. An Irish Goodbye is basically the alt title of uh, Banshees of Anna Sharon. I put Will, The Red Suitcase. Don't know cool. what it is. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to the one person who knows what it is. Alex? No one knows. Um, I put... Uh, it doesn't matter because I did it at random. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, you guys, you just lost out on a point then. Uh, uh, let's say Alex Martin. What's the next oh, category? He didn't say his once and well. Oh, I, oh. I said Irish goodbye. No, you just, all right, whatever. You just talked about it, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> costume design. I want to do this one. Pop off. I wonder why. The, <laughs> the nominees are Babylon, Babylon. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Elvis, everything, everywhere, all at once, and Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Whatever the fuck that is. Uh, don't you come for Mrs. Harris goes to Paris? She goes to Paris, and then there's a shit ton of costumes. Oh, probably. That's like literally the movie. Mm, it's gonna I be wonder Cruella. why it's nominated. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the this year's Cruella, but it won't win. Whatever. Um, I think Elvis is gonna win, mm. and that's also my want. Hmm. Because, I think I don't know. Everything else is just okay, I guess. I think Elvis will win as well, but my want is Babylon. Yeah, well, we knew that. I actually <laughs> think... So I think Black Panther's going to win, mm. but by once, everything everywhere. Black Panther... Of, of course the, it is. Black Panther was a good was a good Marvel movie, but the, one of the things that like I watched the first time and I was like, damn, those are like... Every outfit that any of the characters wore, I was like, mm. damn, those are like super cool. Like every... every like... Uh, board member i guess i don't well the head council members had unique outfits every time they had to like go into incognitos their outfits like usually still conveyed their characters well will do you think since a lot of the costumes are not fully recycled but a good amount mm-hmm. kind of recycled from the first one do you think that would count against ruthie carter because she did win it last time but then again also the oscars like to repeat on wins yeah. so it wouldn't shock me if she won again either i don't think so i think i think there's enough different like it's just mm-hmm. like adapting like once again like uh the spencer dress like it was a dress that existed in real life but like they still got nominated for best costume no no, no yeah but it didn't win Not like no. we're talking about oh, yeah, the wins fair. is different yeah, yeah. everything well, everywhere we'll i would see. like to win because i think their use of costumes for the different realities is like one of the more interesting aspects that like help dif- differentiate like what part you're in as you're going mm-hmm. through and also stephanie sue's crazy get-ups those are the the main reasons why i could see it winning Mm. but i don't think that it's gonna win overall i think it will win 
<laughs> you don't you don't have a wand? <laughs> but I want Babylon one. Why Babylon? Babylon. Okay. I don't think the costumes for Babylon were like right the base. strongest part of it either. <laughs> like the music's great, the production design's great. Like but the costumes weren't anything like super I mean, you crazy. know, t- you get you get the time period accurate ones, right? But also Babylon deserves so many more wins. I just I want it to win something. Like it, it deserves I'm curious more how nominations. Many, um and the uh, red dress for Margot Robbie I think is really nice. Dress. How many copies? Or whatever, what are they called? Versions of uh, each outfit because they had to be an evolution of a knight. So, like, mm. you know, each party, Oof. I'm sure they had like <laughs> 30, I'm sure they had like 20, uh, 20 mm. versions for the evolution of, of how, you know, because things get ripped, things yeah. get torn, things get sweaty also for all the extras all like the, all the extras costuming all of them how, mean, how would that have been i mean half of them weren't wearing clothes so <laughs> it probably, would have probably. been hell <laughs> okay. that, i've, I see those saying, I've also them. been saying this since everything everywhere came out mm. i would have hated doing <laughs> costumes on that movie so co- not because the cost not because the costumes are bad just because there's so many of them so imagine doing costumes on all of these no elvis Could- i think would have been fine for the Vegas scene with all those extras? I wouldn't be dealing with the extras. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got you. So, especially for like big budget things, like I shout out to whoever did BG, <laughs> <laughs> BG costuming on any of these because, mm. but on the actual budget like these, they have someone multiple different people doing multiple different things mm. so they had someone like a team of costumers just for bg and a team of costumers just for cast so i would absolutely bg are the worst in general <laughs> imagine dressing them yeah no thank you but also imagine being like one of the bg and you show up to set one day and you're like and they just tell you oh you're gonna be one of the ones that's kissing Austin butler <laughs> How does that relate to costumes? It doesn't. I'm just <laughs> I'm just thinking about BG now and like what a life that would have been. We were watching the Super Bowl games, mm-hmm. just like Super Bowl halftime shows yesterday. And when Coldplay came out and you just see Coldplay like going to the audience and like sticking his hand out to like high five the 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 audience and one of them like grabs his mm-hmm. arm and like hugs it and it's just like, oh, this is like the best day in the life for some of these people. Like Coldplay's right there, like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to relate that back to what the extras did in Elvis. Oh, no, because you're, that's you're literally like, oh, a like, what happened if you were like the the one that gets to kiss Austin Butler? It's the same thing. It's like, oh, like, you didn't think you were going to like interact with Coldplay yeah. more than just be in the same room as them when it's just but like. But I also feel like the BG who kissed Austin Butler, they had to have been like featured BG. No, no, like, they sure. had to have known go- going into that day. Because, I mean, like, they. Oh, probably. It was COVID. Still, that's like, yeah. COVID oh, protocols true, while they were filming. True. So, yeah. They were probably um, like. Girl who kisses Elvis number one. Girl who kisses Elvis number two. They wanted to at least. And what, they were 10? just like, okay, <laughs> give me that one, I guess, and that one, and yeah, that one. <laughs> and then she got COVID. No, all right, then I guess she'll be number ten. But imagine having to do hair and makeup and costumes mm. on all of those BG, especially for like any sort of period piece, because it's so Babylon? specific. With all the sweating and like moving and dancing. Mm. Babylon for the. <laughs> 
Babylon the, for the literally any of the parties <laughs> or like anything. The battle scene. Oh my god. Anyway, Babylon for anything. Yeah. Oh my god. Imagine having to be the second second wrangling all those BG. Oof. Oof. No, yeah, that would have been. <laughs> you would have been you. Slight spoiler, I guess. Whatever. But like when uh, Diego Galva's character Manny had to you know wrangle up the uh unpaid bg whatever there are a bunch of homeless people and he just gets a gun on a horse and he's like oh. you all agreed to a day's of work yes I, like i'm sure that's just how this second second was i always feel for <laughs> second seconds who have to deal with bg because mm. bg are actually the worst <laughs> they are so they are so entitled and like think that everyone is they just think they're hot shit. And I'm like, bitch, literally no one cares that you're they're here. The, they're <laughs> the worst people to deal with. I'm like, you can go home anytime and no one would blink an eye. Like, uh, you'd... Goodbye. And, <laughs> and then they always come into the costume, like, room or costume truck. And they're like, mm. oh my god, so I forgot to bring this. Or like, can you check my outfit? And I'm like, no, I'm dealing with our actual principal talent right now. Go away. I don't care what you wear. Anyway, that's just a rant about BG. It's okay. I think Elvis is gonna win. <laughs> but let's move on to two fun categories: the screenplay categories. Ooh. They do original screenplay Ooh. first, so let's get into that. Who's reading? So, best original screenplay: <laughs> The Banshees of Inisherin. Inisherin. <laughs> yes. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The Fablemans. Tar. Triangle of Sadness. I think. The Banshees of Inisherin are going to win. I've heard nothing but like praise for the script and the writing. The writing, the editing for Banshees of Inisherin have been like the main praise I've heard about that movie. I've not seen it myself yet, but the film that I would have wanted to win, Everything Ever All at Once, I was gifted the script for Christmas. And while I did not finish it, I got like halfway through. It was not anywhere as good as the movie. It was so much more fluff. And a lot more just like contrived and like plot beats that weren't necessary. And like you, there are interviews where the Daniels go and they say like, yeah, like a lot of this got cut on an editing or in post. Like we had like so many extra stories. The film's like three hours long, but we weren't going to release the three hour cut. Like, and it's just sort of like this, you can see that in the screenplay where like all of this wasn't necessary. And it's, that goes more so towards like the editing of it that like, it's crazy that they were, they filmed all of this. Mm recognize everything that didn't need to be there and then made like the perfect movie <laughs> <laughs> but banshees will win i mm. think uh overall i heard uh martin mcdonough i think is his name mark mcdonough mcdonough uh directed and wrote the film and that the screenplay is personal to himself but as well just a very tightly knit character driven piece and yeah that's my thoughts yeah uh i have the same pick and want as you um banshees of Sharon was kind of one of those locks early on it's also martin mcdonough and people love his writing i'm not one of those people unfortunately um but seems like it'll win so um i haven't seen banshees so i i put tar and everything everywhere for what i think will win um and i put my want for the same i want either of those to win Tar should win. But it will not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It'll be it'll be Banshees. Is Banshees really that good? I've not seen it yet, but I just I've only heard praise. The only yeah. one that's like 
the naysayers I've heard like adamantly has been Jeremy. And it could just be that the film's not like He and I gave it the same rating. We both gave it three. It's I still gave okay. I still gave it a good rating. I'm just not a fan of his style. Which if is you fair. like his style, this is probably his what best other films work. has he done? Yes. Uh three billboards uh, oh, outside I'm, Epping, Missouri. He's um, done um I love three billboards. What, what seven psychopaths? That. He's done another one. Uh uh I was going to say Moulin Rouge. You don't like In Three Bruges? Bruges? No, it's worse than Banshees You're of Edition. I, I watched Three Billboards. You haven't like seen it. You can't say <laughs> I watched Billboards like three times in theaters. That film was great. That do you, th- do you think that I'll like Banshees? I don't know. I could see you either loving it or like just being so... It's whatever. Like it's... I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one. Because like I, I, I thought um, my friend... Like he kind of likes those type of movies, but he was just like, yeah, "It's it's it's good." Yeah. So like, I I have no idea. If I really would have like it no not. idea what it's about. Don't, I've just been wanting to watch it because of obviously all the praise. And I I will say this: it's not an action movie, because two I didn't old. Think it was no, I know, and there's a story to this. Oh. Two old men in my theater who were sitting a couple of seats down from me in my row. <laughs> uh, I want to say a good seventy five percent into this movie, one of them like just says something towards the screen but it was to his buddy really this isn't an action movie (laughs) like they were disappointed i'm like yeah we're 75 like percent into the film of course it's not an action movie like it's not it was in theaters yeah yeah for like a couple weeks they didn't have a super long run but it was hardly in theaters no i mean like as as long i'd say as tar tar was barely in theaters we got lucky (laughs) longer than the whale No. No, well was in the there. The whale was long. in there longer. Long was like two you were weeks. Just, you, were, no. you were just busy, Martin. Oh my god. Because <laughs> I saw the whale. I saw the whale like what? right when it was yeah. getting taken out, and that was like two months after it had come out. Yeah. Yeah, it was a while after I. Yeah. Like, me and Alex saw it. Yeah. And well, yeah, and a boy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the other screenplay category, adapted screenplay. Take it away, Penny. Penny. Yeah. You know, Spongebob? Oh. Take it away, Penny. That's you, Alex. I don't, I, <laughs> <laughs> Penny. None of you guys know that reference? No. Not Penny. No. Who's Penny? What? Sandy, maybe? Take it it's away. a literal Penny. Have you never seen oh. that? Oh! And where he's like singing, he has like the tissue, yeah. the chip, yeah. and the penny. You're right. Okay. Wow. That was a pool. Wow. <laughs> anyway. So, adapted screenplay. He's more of a doodle bob. <laughs> all quiet on the western front. What? Glass Onion. <laughs> Say the full title. A, a Knives <laughs> Out Mystery. Living. Top Gun Maverick. And Women Talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Oscar will go to... Glass Onion for sure. No. What? <laughs> Actually, I don't have a, a, a will. You, okay, so we'll, we'll vamp for you by yeah. giving our picks. Yeah. This category is so mid, except for one movie. And that movie is Women Talking. Thank God Women Talking is in this category, because I want it to win, and it will win. I have not seen it yet, so I, I chose and as Will and won as All Quiet on the Western Front. But mm-hmm. I'm open to watching Women Talking and see how that screenplay is adapted. Mm-hmm. We had a discussion prior to the start of the podcast that it's bullshit. Glass <laughs> Onion and Top Gun Maverick were nominated for adapted screenplays. Because mm-hmm. what the fuck are they adapting? Like... So, okay, the official rule for the 
uh, Oscars is that if you're a sequel, you're automatically put into adapted because you're adapting from the first film with established characters. That's it makes sense to some degree Dumb. because like there's already established characters. So it's like, oh, we're just kind of changing them in some ways, whatever. Right. But I think if it is like an original sequel, it should be an original screenplay as well. Um, I just kind of I could see it from both ways, but I would prefer for them to be considered as original screenplays so we get better screenplays and adapted and also they wouldn't have been nominated if it was original screenplays because the original screenplay category is much better were there yeah. no other based on book movies this year the, the whale. whale was a play the whale uh, I, that's all Pinocchio, I second place could be considered an uh, adapted actually it, oh yeah yeah there, there was a point when pinocchio was uh guillermo del toro's pinocchio yeah. let's be for sure on that one um <laughs> There was a point where that was the major push instead of All Quiet for Netflix for Best Picture. And that would have also garnered it for adapted screenplay. However, that would have replaced All Quiet. So therefore, we still would have had Glass Onion or Maverick or Living. This is such a mid-category. It's just yeah. a weird category. Yeah, it's like... I think All Quiet's going to win. I haven't seen Woman Talking. I've been wanting to, but mm. I just haven't. And Glass Onion should have not been not uh, what don't get me started on that shit yeah, movie shit script sorry do better it was it was a mid mm. movie like it, it didn't deserve a nomination here and did uh, it get nominated that's for alex's else? want no no so it's just this scream less stupid how how do you have something nominated for best adapted screenplay but not in any other category because it's i mean screenplay is an easy one to only get the only nomination. Why is it happening? Shit here. everywhere else except the script. If yeah, we're going with the that, same that logic. Happens, yeah, say. but like, just like okay, don't nominate it. Like women talking. If this was the only nomination, it's fully deserved in my eyes. Sure. Like, but it, thank goodness it wasn't nominated in cinematography, because it looks, it looks, it's a bad looking movie. Glass Onion. No, uh, I'm a Glass Onion too, but women talking. Oh. Like the cinematography is made to look bad because of the like shit color grading. Uh-huh. Almost literally it looks like <laughs> like the colors on it, but I think like if you're only going to be nominated in one category, it makes sense in the screenplay category cuz that's like the foundation. Sure. I just hate that. I just hate yeah. Glass By the same by the <laughs> same logic, you could have easily put Avatar Way of Water instead of either of those uh, instead no, of Glass Onion. Maverick Maverick has better. Instead of Glass Onion, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> um but then you have Will above Top Gun. And that would have been it. Yeah. Anyway, Alex, since you can't vote for Avatar. Women talking. <laughs> <laughs> or as uh, Mark Wahlberg said it yesterday, women are talking. We already Did he actually say that? <laughs> yeah. Was he the announcer for well, the award? Mark Wahlberg, I feel like, hates women. So. Well, not oh. only does he hate women, but apparently Asian people. And he that was what the for the ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he had a hate crimes against uh, Asian and people like and guess 80s. who guess the award he gave did he really two. have wait when did he have everything everywhere all at once he gave it to the ensemble of everything everywhere all just, at once which is that's insane. not what he asked i know in like the i 80s. was i was finishing my story <laughs> he asked me wait, the, the story. jeremy drops like this this huge fact and i'm like explain that <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he got, like well this award <laughs> <laughs> no i just wanted to tie it I in get, yeah, because yeah. like that's crazy that he get like all that happened within 20 seconds he like says the name wrong for one movie, then the people he hate crimed essentially. That's crazy. I don't know. It was a weird, 
Fuck weird, Wahlberg. Weird night. Did you guys know that Come Up on, was one best animated feature over Coraline and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Why That's did this come up right now? Because I was thinking about it earlier and then I forgot <laughs> to mention it and I just remembered. I can see it over Fantastic Mr. Fox. No. But Fantastic Mr. Cor- Fox is the best movie of those three. I think Coraline's the best of the three. Alyssa. Second. <laughs> <laughs> number two. So, uh, um, Coraline is my favorite but Fantastic Mr. Fox is so it. good. Aww. Should have said it was fantastic. Uh, it's uh. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and up did up is a great movie. Not better than Coraline and Fantastic Mr. Fox. I think it's a great opening. The opening is what yeah. hooked people in, and I think what's what elevated its score amongst a lot of the people that voted. Yeah. Also, the score. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know the score. Da, 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 also, did you know is, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius was oh nominated for an Oscar? Wait, the original? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That makes me so happy. Because. You brought this at the worst time to talk about it. I know. I wanted to talk about it for an for animated feature, oh but I gosh. forgot. I forgot. Do you want to know what it was up against, Martin? What? Shrek Oof. and Monsters, Inc. And that was it. Monsters, Inc. won probably, right? No, Shrek won. Shrek won? Shrek's an, an Oscar winning film? Yes, because. The first because animated like, the first feature because. to win. What? That category, yeah. The Academy was so scared that Shrek was going to win Best Picture that they made a whole separate category for animated features so Shrek wouldn't win Best Picture. That's amazing. Shrek should have won Best Picture. Shrek won Best Picture in my heart. Period. Another movie (laughs) with a good score. And speaking of score, our next category is score. Score! That was the thing I was going to go through earlier, but then you decided to talk about these facts. Sorry, I just get really <laughs> excited about those facts. They've they've made my life better as a result. <laughs> the Mark Wahlberg one too? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, original score. Thank you. Is Babylon. <laughs> it's also everybody <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> it's also All Quiet on the Western Front. Ow. Banshees of Inisherin. Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Fablemans. It's Babylon. Babylon. That's what you, you're thinking and you want? That, that is definitely Wouldn't the want, sc- baby. film score I've listened to the most this year. Yeah. It like uh, Jason Hurwitz does a really good job in like, every film that he's been a part of, especially yeah. with Damon Chazelle. And Babylon is not an exception. It is fantastic. Did they it, win for La La Land? Yes. Yeah. I gotta say it's crazy. Like that's how you know how good the score is because this is I'm I think the first category where his one isn't everything everywhere all at once. Well, no, what's Babylon. the what's the score this, in everything everywhere? It's okay. It hold on. That, that's that that the Kehui Kwan scene. So the the Kehui Kwan scene in the very beginning, the oh. scene between uh, the scene at the end with the with the everything bagel and the fight scene was great. Both mm-hmm. of those, the key, all the the score you know that I'm plays, talking about though, right? The one in the alleyway or the fight scene? The alleyway. Both of those are good. I like that. The dong dong drops the thing. And it's like have you, that's fair, but like I just for me the Kehu Kwan scene in the alleyway when it's going back and forth from the two different ones of him. Yeah, it works so well because of the score tying it them both together too. Mm-hmm. And just making it all the more emotional. And I think, like, oh, I, if Babylon wasn't nominated, everything would have easily knocked oh, yeah, the definitely. other ones in this category as well. Because 
I am so sorry, John Williams. This is probably the last time you get nominated for an Oscar because he's retiring after Indiana yeah, Jones. He's but retiring? the Fablemans is a bad score. I, on, ju- I haven't seen level. it or listened to it. On the level of his other scores. Yeah. The only ones I've seen in this category are Babylon and Everything Everywhere. Oh, well. But everything Everywhere has oh, really yeah. good songs. The songs definitely help with like the impactful moments. Songs but, like, are like the pieces. Ba- pieces. Yeah. But like the Babylon is just like banger after banger after banger <laughs> after banger, all thematically tying together. I'm yeah. like, Jesus Christ. And to the other works of Chazelle. Oh, yeah. Uh, Champagne. Yeah. So they're just La La Land. I want Babylon to win, just... but I could see it not winning. <laughs> I could too, because who, who beat out Babylon? I think it was in the Golden Globes, Babylon Lost. To right? what? Was it RRR? For like score? That? No. I don't know. Whatever. It lost to someone in score uh, already. So, Academy might just hate on Babylon. That's what I was going to say. I could see it not winning just because the Academy apparently doesn't like it. But the score is just that good that it they might just make people happy for once in their lives. Mm, that's bold. They did in 2019, and then the pandemic happened. <laughs> Literally, like, a week after Parasite won Best Picture. That's when everything shut down. Oh, so. That was so good. What? A week? It, w- it, was, it wasn't too long after. I guess we did shut down in March, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost been three years. Wait, the, the Oscars last year? No, in, uh, the 2020 yeah, Oscars. Last year. Everything was fine with the world. Parasite won, and the next day happened. But anyway. I love Parasite. Parasite's great. <laughs> so it, do you have that as your will for Babylon or no? I put Will just as, as all quiet. I don't know why, really. <laughs> it's so, like, modern. I I haven't heard which it. Which kind of sucks. I Actually, just, I it's just, not bad, that, that, but it's... I was that, just like, going for what I think the Oscars would choose just because mm-hmm. they're not really loving Babylon and they love a war movie. That, like, triggered, like, a memory of watching All Quiet on the Western Front and mm-hmm. hating... Every time they played the one song with the don don, or it was like some random just like beat drop. I'm like, what's going on? Like, why do they keep playing this? Like every single time, I'm like, this just takes me so out of the movie. So if yeah. All Quiet wins, I'll be very upset. If All Quiet wins best score, it's winning best picture. That's I'm putting it out there right now because like that'd be a wild win for it to have. Um, but anyway, let's get into a category. That I think is a little harder to predict, and that's film editing. Oof, that's a difficult. I read it. Okay. The nominees are the Banshees of Inish. How do you say it? Inish Sheeran. Inish Sheeran. It's like saying Ed Sheeran, but like (laughs) Inish Sheeran. (laughs) Um, hold on, I lost it. Elvis, (laughs) Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. I I feel like that one's an odd, the odd one out. Top Gun Maverick. No, yeah. uh, the no. odd one out is Elvis because really think of think of Baz Luhrmann's editing style and how many people dislike the movie because of the editing, and that's why there's a huge part of me that wants Elvis to win just for the chaos. But I think that's why it's nominated. Oh, you know for sure because of the crazy editing. But also like for the amount of people that dislike the editing in that movie, I don't think it'll garner enough wins to win or like votes to win. I don't think the editing is bad. I'm not saying that either. I that's what I'm saying. It's not it's not whether it's good or bad. It's, it's not everyone's style. Exactly. 
because it's so out there. Like, think of the casino slot machine kind of weird thing, like, at the <laughs> yeah. beginning. Like, that beginning alone is going to turn people off. Yeah, to yeah, it. yeah. My will and want was everything, everywhere, all at once. Same. Same. Although I do think, once again, from what I understand, Banshees of Inisherin has a very solid chance of winning editing. I think and want everything, not. everywhere, all at once will win because the editing in that film is a large part of the storytelling. Mm-hmm. And it's just fantastic when you really like think about... There's like a scene, and I, I honestly want to see the BTS behind it. It's that scene with uh, Michelle Yeoh and Stephanie Su fighting and yeah. literally like every clash they make switches the environment and the lighting as a result. And I want to see if that's like done in camera. Did they cut that all together? Did they have to like sequence it well? Was there like... Were they, what uh, specifically? It's the beginning of the clash. No, no, no. I'm saying like what specifically in the sense of like what's done in camera, like the in the lighting or the lighting them yeah. changing. Okay, because I know I know the scene like the scenery is probably green screen, but like the lighting, yeah. it, it, the the frames match up so well that like is the lighting done? Is it like cut switch out lighting? I don't think so. I think it's all done through editing, which is like kind of, which is a very impressive feat in my opinion. Well, the for me it. The fighting is fluid enough that there it's easily like green screen background that's just mm-hmm. changing with every hit. But the lighting, I do want to look it back on that to see if yeah. I notice that next time. But I could definitely see Maverick winning this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That or why? It, it'll be action movie. Everything right there. Who gives a shit about an action movie? It's because unless like, it's, it's everything it's, everywhere it's all an, once. It's an impressive technical. Impressive, technically action movie, and people will often but that's just not kind editing. of. Throw, I know, but people will often like it's a technical award, kind of like with Dune, you know. Ooh, Dune is so good. <laughs> Dune is great, <laughs> but like that's what I'm saying. Like Dune had a lot of great technical aspects, and editing most of the time falls into that, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Just because they shot it in airplanes didn't mean they edited <laughs> it in airplanes. That'd be wild. <laughs> hey, you don't know that. Maybe they did. <laughs> Some guy on a spirit flight just like has a bunch of hard drives. (laughs) Anyway, Alex. Everything everywhere. (laughs) All right. And now. The big three. The big three documentary feature. (laughs) Big three. (laughs) Who needs actor and actress? The nominees are All That Breathes, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, Fire of Love, House Made of Splinters, and... Navali. 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 Navel need. Navel? Navel. Navali. Whatever. <laughs> I put Fire of Love because that's the only one I've heard of. <laughs> I put Fire of Love because that's the only one I've seen. I put Fire of Love as Want and Will All the Beauty and the Bloodshed because I've heard better things about All the Beauty and Bloodshed and I've seen Fire of Love and that's not hard to believe. Same. <laughs> All right. Moving on, <laughs> not quite to the big three yet, but a fun one, production design. I'll do this one. And the nominees are <laughs> All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, The Fablemans. So this is the one I mentioned earlier where I was torn between All Quiet being like cinematography and production design and like where to go to. But I ultimately put my want and think will win as Babylon. Same. I put, I, it wouldn't shock me for All Quiet, though. I put my want as Babylon, and I put my think as All Quiet. 
Babylon will not win. <gasps> but that is my pick. It, where was my Where was the uh, <laughs> top right for production design? Oh, sorry. Never mind. Avatar was my want. Babylon will win. Hmm. I. How would Avatar win production design? It's there's a mixture. Was it an AI generated movie? <laughs> no, there were people who designed <laughs> it. <laughs> no, but like, but it's it, like it's it is interesting. Half the stuff they made practically, yeah. and then they and then they replicated it in CG. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, just it's like an interesting all of the, mix of like the love, the um the water. All the water they <laughs> they made no, it they, in um, real life. No, like for instance, like the saddles, like on the um, on the creatures, like they built they built those by hand, and then they mm. scan them, then they design them, they tweak them. It's it was like a back and forth between. I mean, that's just about like physically how it's done. But I mean, production design is about the design, not about necessarily, you know, yeah, how you physically built it. Mm-hmm. All right, going into original song now. Another what should be easy category. Take it away, Penny. One? Go ahead, Jeremy. I think you want to read this one deep down inside. There's another one I want to read more, but sure. Uh, <laughs> applause from Tell It Like a Woman. <laughs> Hold my hand from Top Gun Maverick uh, from Lady Gaga. What the fuck is that? Hold my hand. Hold my hand. No, that's a different one. Hold that's on. yeah. That's, a <laughs> that's, a, that's this one. Uh, Lift me up from Black Panther: Wakanda Forever with Rihanna. Natu Natu from RRR, and this is a life from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Natu Natu, Natu Natu, Natu Natu, Natu Natu. So Natu-natu. this I is put, a life. Oh, good. Go ahead. <laughs> I put. Not to not to as what I want to win just mm. because I know that you guys would bully me if I didn't. <laughs> and then I put lift me up as what I think will win. You just need to watch RR. It's coming in theaters like next week. Coming back. It's not because I think lift me up is a better song. No, I just I feel like the Oscars would fucking give it to Rihanna just because. That's fair. No, not to not to deserves so, it. So and I will write. That's not what I'm saying. I know. This is a life was probably <laughs> I think my second most, if not my and most listened to song. And she's performing it at the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> they better so. have Ram on stage for not to not say that'd be great. That was like a lot at once. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yes, this is a life was probably my second most listened to or first most listened to song last year. What so is I, that? It's the end credit song is from a uh, Life. Every possibility. Good song. Don't know what that is. So it, but I think Natsu Natsu is more song than. <laughs> <laughs> is like, it is. Like, you sound like Harry. You sound like Harry Styles on the Don't Worry Darling press tour when he goes, "I like this movie." Because it feels like a movie. Um, this is a life was like a surprise nomination, so I'm glad it's there. But not to not to not to like it's for me. It was the song of the year for all the movies last year, and like this isn't a bad category. I have heard all except for applause. Um, but I like lift me up a lot too. Yeah, the lift score, me up is good. I don't think it was nominated for best score, but no. a lot of the songs and pieces from Wakanda Forever, Wakanda Forever were really like the song where they first get to. Uh, Tokokan, I think is the name of the city. Talokan. Talokan. When they first get there, it's like 
probably one of the most memorable pieces yeah. for me. I'm like, oh, this is. I would have been pop. happier if one of those songs got picked, oh, like same. from like with the Mexican artist and that. They literally sing in the Aztec language. Like that is insane. And like nothing against Rihanna, this is a good song. Lift me up. Mm-hmm. But it's just not Nato Nato. Lift me up. Um, moving on to directing. <gasps> Take it away, Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you. This is the one I wanted to read. Uh, we know. Martin McDonough from the Banshees of Indusharan. The Daniels from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. Uh, Todd Field for Tar. And Ruben Osland for Triangle of Sadness. It's weird that this category on this sheet doesn't yeah. actually say the name of the director. Yeah. But it also doesn't have the names of basically everyone else. That's right. <laughs> Except for the actors. Because um, first team, hello. <laughs> anyway, uh, everything ever all at once. The Daniels, they're charming. Uh, that's my will and want. I think this is basically a lock for them. If they don't win this, they win screenplay. But Mark McDonough has screenplay. So unless they switch positions somehow, so this I- is the Daniels to lose. I want so <laughs> deeply, passionately, yeah. existentially for everything ever all at once to the Daniels to win best director. Mm-hmm. That is my want. I think Martin McDonough's gonna win directing though. No. Sadly. No. I have not seen Manchies once again, like the this movie has gotten a lot of traction in all in no small part to the writing, the directing, and the editing. The talent I've heard, like, um, well, outside of Colin Farrell, haven't really heard anything crazy about them, haven't heard anything crazy about the score, haven't heard anything crazy about the cinematography. But every time this is brought up in any podcast I listen to, any YouTube videos I watch, they're always just like, yeah, this was, like, one of the best edited things. Like, he directed it so well. Like, these characters and the pacing of it is, like, rhythmical almost in a sense. And so I think, as a result, Banshees of Inisherin will win. Sadly, I think the Daniels deserve the win. The Daniels fucking kick ass ever since turned down for what? But like, <laughs> did you know they directed that music video? That music video was a bop. I watched no, that shit so many. When it first came out, I was like, this is the craziest thing ever. Yeah. Alex. Todd Field. So I hear you. <laughs> I hope that does not happen. I think that the Daniels will win. And I hope that Todd Field gets it for tar. (laughs) Freaking near the tar pool. (laughs) I put uh, want as tar too. There we go. Wow. That's what taste is. Yeah, I put the Fablemans just (laughs) because Steven Spielberg. Weird. I think that is the other argument. He lost so much traction though. Because, yeah. like, the Fableman's hate is so real right now. Is it? it it's absurd. Like, people are like, this stupid little biopic. Oh. I was like. They're getting on the train Martin that I fucking started this shit. I, yeah. haven't, I still haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, so, Tar. But Martin hates women because he hates um, the mom wow. in the movie. That's why he hates the movie. That's not true <laughs> at all. Outside of me not liking the character of the mom. But everything else associated <laughs> with that comment is false. Anyway. I wouldn't be sad if Todd Field won. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, Tar the or the film is uh, again a tonal. Uh, it's hard to do minimalist and subtlety 
and that is literally all that Tar does for three hours or two hours and 50 minutes. And it's funny. And it moves between certain tones and beats and it's uh, rhythmic and it's abstract and symbolic and overt and subtle and it's got a lot going on. Um, Whereas something like Everything Everywhere was a lot to juggle, but I don't think that it was overall like um, because it had so much going on every single moment did not completely drive. Like there were a couple of jokes that I think were like, like you could have cut one or two of them because like, I was like, all right. Um, whereas tar, I think like probably doesn't have, like if you take like one piece out, like it kind of falls apart. And granted that he's also, you know, the writer. So it's like, I don't yeah. know, I'm kind of associating that. But Daniels were writers on everything everywhere. But I think that they uh, also very much deserve it because of, uh, you know, that was difficult to uh, to juggle with the time and the visuals and keeping track of things and the emotional character beats and the arcs and then the visual gags and, you know, comedic timing and keeping things fresh and, and interesting and all that kind of stuff and, you know, not going too much to where you're desensitized to everything um you know that's like on the on the flip side so yeah you got minimalist and you got maximalist so and banshees was uh a, a, you know a movie that i could have watched on bbc <laughs> all right so getting <laughs> into the final five categories right final four categories um <gasps> let's go yeah final four we got why the speed hell is that, run. We, we why was categories. we have a movie to catch that's why I'm saying we've got to speed run this, speed run. Alex, while you kept listing well, we everything know. about everything everywhere. Uh, we already know Best Picture, so like... We just, all right, we well, just... let, let me <laughs> get this out, Martin. Uh, actor in a leading role. Actor. All right, I'll just speed run this. Uh, Austin Butler, Elvis, Colin Farrell, The Banshees of Anna Sharon, Brendan Fraser, The Whale, Paul Mescal, After Sun, and Bill Nighy, Living. Is Paul uh, Mescal related to Petro Pascal? No. Uh, answer oh, my own what? question. <laughs> Colin... <laughs> You just combine Paul and Mescal. What? Um, anyway, uh, Colin Farrell will win. Oh my god! Definitely right, one not. Time, uh, sorry. <laughs> my one is Paul Mescal. My really? will is Brendan Fraser. You want Paul to win? It's Paul such did. a bias because, like, I know he won't. Like, I just wanted to give him love. I do love Paul Mescal. I Especially want. After some. I just. I want Brendan <laughs> Fraser to win. Fraser. Um, Is it Fraser or Fraser? Shut up. Fraser. Shut up. You didn't know that until two weeks ago when he said it in an interview. Well, apparently you don't still. Why? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> oh my God. He does. Go, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Wait, who is your will? Austin Butler. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Bestie. I'm going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Fraser. <laughs> Although, Paul Mescal, I think right. if Paul Mescal were to win, I'd be happy. But I think Brandon Fraser should win. And yeah. Paul's definitely going to win. Fraser. Fraser. Jeremy, shut up. He's himself said you should say his name. Mr. Right. Fraser, would you like to say your. <laughs> Colin Farrell probably will win. 
Colin Farrell? Really? This man won only a Golden Globe. Colin Farrell's been in a lot this year, though. That's crazy as well. Yeah, he sure. Then win other awards. If he if he beats out <laughs> Fraser and Butler, that's gonna be the biggest upset of like all time now. Because he was firmly in that race, but not anymore. Sorry. Okay. Well, then I will update and say <laughs> it was Austin Butler will win, <laughs> and Brendan should. I want Brendan to win so bad. Same. Oh, his speech. Which which one's gonna make you cry more, Brendan or Key? I don't know. One, my right eye will cry <laughs> a lot for Key, and then my left eye will be for Brendan. All right. Nice. Next category is. What is the next category? Best <laughs> picture. It's not. Let's no. get out of here. No, it's, it's actually no. Right. Makeup and hairstyling. What? Ooh. This oh, is how they re- right. said it last year. Cool. Um, All quiet. Moving on. The whale. Whoa. Oh the yeah, the whale is. Say so the nominees. Yeah, so the <laughs> nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, and The Whale. The Whale. I think The Whale. Me. Yeah. I saw recently BDS footage of them putting on like yeah the prosthetics for Brandon Fraser. And I'm, that seemed like crazy, like how long that took. I want The Whale to win, but I could see it going to Elvis. Oh, it was struggling for me on both, especially for Tom Hanks. Well, Tom Hanks well, and Austin at the end. When what he's happened with Tom back. Hanks specifically? The makeup. The make. He's in a fat suit. Why is he? Did you just <laughs> think he looked like that? <laughs> <laughs> and they made Austin Butler look fat at the end. Oh, that that shot of Austin Butler at the end, amazing. Yeah. Like, but the he so, but Brendan the whole time like it's well, it's hard. I agree. Yeah. But I could see it going to Elvis. Yeah. But do people hate Tom Hanks that much? Yes. Martin, no. you have no opinions on Tom Hanks. I don't Hanks. think so. <laughs> uh, Alex? Kate Blanchett oh. <laughs> is my one. <laughs> and Michelle Yeoh will. We still have like... Best makeup. Okay. No, we still have like a... two categories before what? we get there, right? What? Or well, one. hold on, hold on. Or one. What, what's your wants in... For makeup. For makeup. Makeup and hair. He doesn't uh, care. Whale. He doesn't appreciate. Those bars. Whale. <laughs> whale. Whale. Okay. The whale. All quiet. Next category. Mind. Lead actress. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> actress in a leading role. The nominees are Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough to Leslie, whatever the fuck that is. That was a grass Michelle campaign. Williams, The Fablemans. Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Nobody talk. I want to say mine first. I think Michelle Yeoh will win. I want either her or Kate Blanchett to win. Thank you. Fantastic answer because I was torn between the two as well, but I ultimately went both for Michelle Yeoh. I am not torn in any sense <laughs> of the word. It's Michelle Yeoh. Anna. What's your will? Anna. Michelle, yeah. I will say I do want Kate Blanchett to win just a smidge more. Sorry. Anna. Oh, my God. You want Anna to win? No. Oh. Your name. Who? Anna de Armas. We don't need to talk about Blonde. We don't. Please, God. Who do you want to win, Alex? Um, I would like Kate Blanchett to win. Um, but I think Michelle Yo will win. Okay. We're all on the same page, pretty much. Yeah. All right. the, those two were the we best two performances. We are all in agreement like that yeah. Michelle Williams should not win. Michelle Williams should not have been uh, nominated. Surprisingly, I still have her above Anna Darmas. Well, 
But also, she should have been nominated as supporting, but whatever. Ana de Armas should be nominated as supporting. No, <laughs> no Michelle, Michelle Williams. Williams. <laughs> I think Ana de Armas get, gave a great performance just in great. a performance sense, but not as Marilyn Monroe. That's... It, oh, God. It's still not a great performance for me because, like... I don't... It, it's There's so much against it, and also her accent didn't go away. Like, as... Ju- even if it's not uh, Marilyn, it's still supposed to be, you know, someone with an American accent. And unfortunately for her, she wasn't able to get rid of it, which, uh, whatever. I don't want to, shut up. I'm just so, shut real up. quick for Michelle Williams, <laughs> the point you bring up, the point you bring up is super interesting because I hadn't actually thought about it. Stephanie Sue, who plays a much more important role and is much more prevalent in everything, everywhere, all at once, was put in supporting actress in a supporting role. Because but Michelle Williams, who is by definition just a supporting character in the life of the main character in Fablemans, was put in leading role. They, that's, they that both, was Jeremy's I whole would point. Say, no, I would say Michelle like, Williams. No, I'm saying like, <laughs> no, but he, he, hold on. He's also saying it in a sense like Michelle Williams was just in the movie. No, but Stephanie Sue had something to do in the movie. He no, just hates the performance of Michelle no, Williams. I, Let's move on. They, they are <laughs> roughly equivalent. They're both super significant to the lead character, and the Martin, point, they are. And the point of their character <laughs> is for the main for the, for the lead to um, reconcile. A, their relationship with that person. It's literally the same. I would even argue it's probably the same runtime for both of these performances. Stephanie Sue should have been put into bleeding role of Michelle No. Williams. All right. Isn't that what it split the vote with Michelle? Yo, you're sabotaging the movie you love. But <laughs> speaking of the movie you love, best picture. Did we already do actor in a supporting role? Yeah. Can you wake one? Did we? Act- oh. I know. I think we might have. See? And that's why... I think it's just because no, we I all agreed remember, on it, it that it we just. Year. Remember, oh, right, remember yeah. how I said uh, su- supporting actors in between animated short and international film, and that's a weird spot. That is why. Look I at it. Look at that. Here you go, Oscars. We're beta testing the, the platform. <laughs> or the format. Anyway, best picture. The nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar. Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Yes. Uh, it is by definition without a... So Jeremy said something interesting earlier today. Yeah. That he, after the recent weekend of everything out of her all at once performance and two separate events, that he's like, it is now 100% guaranteed that everything ever all at once will be past picture. He now thinks that. However, I have known since the day I was conceived that everything ever all at once would have won Best Picture. It was written in my DNA. Okay. And I've been saying this. My first words were, everything ever all at once shown Best Picture. Like the most tragic arc of all time, if it be like in 10 years you rewatch the film, you're like, I haven't seen this in a couple of years. And then you like hate it or you think it's mid. <laughs> that would never happen. I don't know. There's a multiverse out there that you hate it. Anyway, uh, everything ever all at once. Want and pick. Alex. <laughs> Cinephiles <laughs> are going to pick everything everywhere all at once. And the Academy will also pick that. Okay. But, but Alex he, will he, pick. He but himself Alex is a cinephile. <laughs> is torn between three movies. And those three movies are Everything Everywhere All at Once, 
Tar, and Avatar Way of the Water, and Babylon, which is number four. Yes. Because that should have been on here, too. Babylon and RRR should have been on here. Those four movies, I want all of those directors on the stage, including <laughs> RRR. Yes. And I would like them to all uh, go arm in arm and take a group photo <laughs> and say, cinephiles. <laughs> and bow? Okay. No, they don't need to bow. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alyssa? So, I think Everything Everywhere is going to win. If it doesn't go to something random like All Quiet, <laughs> I want Tar to win. Wow. Sorry. I just like Tar better. Or Triangle of Sadness. Could, that's like one of those random ones. Yeah. Or Fablemans. I could see I Fablemans being like everybody's like middle tier because yeah, of the third pick because yeah. of the runoff. Yeah. The prefer- preferential balloting is the only one that does it for best picture. So, well, how's the preferential balloting work just like as a. Basically, the. Like. <laughs> Whatever everyone's number one is can be offset just enough, depending if so many other people have it at a lower spot, which is like the reason why so many kind of forgettable movies win. And I say that in quotes. Don't hate me, people who love Coda. Um, but like a lot of front runners usually don't win because they have, for as many people who love the film, they also have as many haters, and therefore it kind of. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's weird. Yeah. But everything, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere. Coming back to theater soon. Watch it if you haven't. It is a life-changing experience. Not a sponsor. Um, Can we do an episode on Everything Everywhere and we read the one-star reviews of Everything Everywhere? Because I follow, like, whatever, 300 people on Letterboxd. Any, anybody who writes, like, a good, like a, like a decent <laughs> length review, yeah. I'll follow them. Like, yeah. if it's, like, not, like, it's totally incoherent or just, like, a summary of the plot. Like, if you actually go, like, putting... Any type of thought, and especially if it's like, uh, like something that I would never like hear from anybody, I I follow them. Um, and so there are some really interesting. There, there's probably like twenty that are one star and below, that that I ha- actually have something to say and aren't just like bad movie. Yeah, and or that's something to... I've seen some one star reviews that I apologize, Jeremy. <laughs> I see some one. I I did like a little scavenger hunt of one star reviews for everything, everyone. They're literally just like. <laughs> that clock is wrong by five minutes but i've seen some one star reviews that are essentially just like i don't have anywhere to be this movie bad why is it so popular one star this doesn't deserve five stars one star and yeah. stupid no, comments I, like that there's some that are like this movie is a representation of like the brain rot this is everybody's brain on the internet nowadays and i've so seen people say that and this and yeah. that and this is just like youtube uh but but not just like complaining like yeah. kind of doing like a media literacy like you know analysis of like youtube stylization and the way that information's conveyed and then because it's happening in a movie Anyways, we should do an episode on this, not talk about it right now. We will do an episode on it. Uh, yes. I think it was John who said that he... You brought up YouTube and it made me think of this. John said that everything everywhere felt like a YouTube movie. Yeah. He's he's brought it up on the pod. Yeah. As yeah. well. And and the Daniels were... Inspired uh, heavily mentioned by that YouTube. And they yeah. said, yeah, we like YouTube. They said that on Letterboxd. Like in a video. 
for Letterbox. And speaking of Letterbox and YouTube, be sure to follow us on those. This was our Oscars episode. For more of our thoughts, uh, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, thank you, you Alex, for being you here. Tell who you think is going to win. <laughs> Next Down year. Down in the comments this year. and on our socials at Next Screen Pod. Thank you, Alex, for being here as our special guest. Thank you to our producer, uh, Martin. We will have a follow-up episode about the Oscars after the Oscars air, obviously. Just to see who won. He started to talk. Um, welcome back, Bestie. Thanks. And I guess I'll pat myself on the back because. Jeremy, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> As always, thank you guys for watching. Uh, be sure to leave a five star rating on where you listen to us and like and subscribe. Love you, miss you. Bye. Bye.